pretty nerds. 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 Pretty in the world, I honestly have just been holding on to like the good news that I get from my friends <laughs> about the positive things that are going on in their life because the world is bananas and crazy. And so, yeah, basically leaning into all of the positive that I can get out of the rest of this year. What about yourself? Um, about the same. Um, no, I'm just over it all. And I know it's like, still present but I'm like I'm just uh, I'm just like in this like ram of space where I'm like I just wanted to be over with and I know it's like unrealistic but I'm like just go away (laughs) yeah it's crazy though I found myself like leaning into like before like I wasn't really like super jazzed about holidays but now I'm like looking for it so when's Thanksgiving and (laughs) you know what I mean like damn is we there yet (laughs) Like, you know what? I might go Christmas shopping this year. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I was like, you know what? I might actually get a Christmas tree this year and put like ornaments on it, which I haven't done it forever. So I'm like, I'm just over it all. I need joy. Absolutely. That's exactly what I would just need joyful things at this point. Um, because it seemed like if it ain't one thing, it's the next, man. Listen, back to back. Yeah. All right, so I guess we can go ahead and move into this week's hot topics. Um, we can start out light, um, start off happy with joyous news, I would say. Niecy Nash, she, today she officially came out, and the way she did it was by announcing her marriage to her girlfriend, now turned wife, singer Jessica Betts. So congratulations to Niecy Nash and Jessica. Yeah. Um, I was definitely shocked. I was like, okay. I mean, it, I mean. It definitely came out of left field. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I saw it and I, I, I'll be completely, completely honest. When I first saw it posted, just because of the site it was on, I thought it was like, oh, y'all trolling. She did this, this is a movie role or, some, or a TV role or something like that. But then I started seeing it pop up on all the sites, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, congratulations, <laughs> sis. It just definitely yeah. did come out of left field because she literally just was married, divorced super quick, and now married again. So yeah. super quick, though. But yeah. But I guess maybe she had been living, you know, not in her truth for a long time. And maybe now she just decided, hey, I'm 50 and bitch, I'm ready to live how I want to live. Yep, it's my life. I ain't mad at her, you know. I was just shocked. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you, boo boo? Absolutely. Like I said, congrats to them. Um, they look super cute, super happy um, mm-hmm. in the post. Um, the wedding celebration, though, I am a little, I, I feel a little bit of a way because y'all had all them people and there was no mess. But. <laughs> <laughs> Where is your mask? Where is y'all mask at? Y'all playing these games like this. If you're going to have a wedding in the pandemic, 
masks should definitely be like uh on the like the guest list like on the little thing the invitation please bring your mask or we'll provide mask or something just for the safety of everybody you know what i mean because yeah. we're seeing too many of these little things where it's popping up with all these people who are basically like f covid and the next thing you know you have these huge Massive spikes outbreak. from from these little parties like well then they have like a concert or something with like i want to say it was like smash mouth by the way which is really random as fuck because who the fuck in 2020 is going to see smash mouth but <laughs> <laughs> they had a, a like a, a random breakout because they had like a concert and like the lead singer was yelling like fuck mask and fuck covid and blah 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 and the next thing you know they linked back like over 200 plus cases to the Smash Mouth concert. And I just was like, yeah, come on, y'all. Foolishness. Yeah. So still be safe out there, y'all. Celebrate. By all means, still celebrate because Lord knows we got a lot too much negativity going on. So if you can find a way to celebrate, by all means, do celebrate. But please do it safely. That's all. That's all I want to see. Just safety first. <laughs> um, other good news. Um, trying to see is there anything else that was positive? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's jump into the mess. Um. Obviously. Super sad, shocking, threw my whole, like, system off. Like, I just, like, when I saw it come across, I was like, y'all need to quit with these deaf hoax. This shit ain't even funny. And then we all saw it was actually really, really real. Chadwick Boseman, known for so many different roles from playing what James Brown, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, and of course his role as King Tuchella in the Black Panther. He passed away from colon cancer at the age of 42. Obviously rest in power to him, but wow. Like sad. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like Ooh. When I saw it, I was like, because somebody shared it on my Facebook, but it was from like a local t- news channel. And I was like, man, like you don't like this. He go, y'all with this bullshit. But I'm like, let me go and just check. And I was like, I'm going to go to Shade Room. And when I went to Shade, I was like, what? So this for real? And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Girl. Like. Yeah, I was like, I I just, and I couldn't even really wrap my head around it then. And I was like, okay. And then when I had woke up, I was this Sunday morning. That's why I was like, I can't believe this. Like, yeah. And I saw like where you posted and like I fully like 100% agree with you where you had posted that I'm so glad that we celebrated and showed out for Black Panther the way that we did. Yeah. And like every that resonated with every part of my spirit because it just was like just it, when you think about back to that Black Panther time, you had so many people 
writing their little think pieces saying y'all doing all of this and blah 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 and all y'all doing is giving money to the white man and blah 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 and in in all actuality now looking at it I'm like I really feel like that was some part of all of our spirits kind of knowing this something special you know what I mean like this is something that we need to do and just listen it just so it's so much like so many parts of you that just like think about wow wow and not only that just to know that he was diagnosed in 2016 so all through all of that and all of those movies came after 26 you know what I mean like he was a whole playing a whole superhero why going through like chemotherapy and like the taxing nature that that had to be on his body yeah and I was even thinking about him like man he was like shooting a movie and it one of the premise of the movie is that they had access to like technology and medicine and things that could you know heal anything and it's like he's sick I don't know it just I don't know like I admire him for that and then at the same time like oh I don't know yeah I mean it's just it's just one of those things where you just like man you gotta at least give him like I like I just I'm just glad that we gave him his flowers while he's yeah you know what I mean that's the one thing that I could say that I'm so so happy about that he got his flowers while he was like he got to know how much people loved him how appreciative people was of him you know what I mean not only that to see the impact that he made on our kids you know what I mean that he made on the children because people are right this is that really was if I I mean listen I am 33 that was that's the first time that I can think of where I actually saw a superhero a movie of superhero you know what I mean that was about us so I mean come on like I'm just saying and that's why I uh Ryan Coger hope I'm saying his name right but I don't think I am um he was like one of the I guess critiques that he gave him about like one of the things in the movie was that it's like they're black people they have to dance they can't just stand there and I was like and and when you think about those scenes like that and you're like man that part you know really you know resonated with me in the movie I don't yeah yeah it's tough it definitely and then just thinking about like what playing a superhero in a movie even though I'm pretty you know they don't do all the stunts themselves but how physically draining it is and then he had what Xfinity Endgame well not Xfinity excuse me he had Infinity Avengers Affinity and Endgame so it's like so yeah yeah. because he it was 2016 so he did Civil War, Black Panther, um, Infinity War, and Endgame, right? Yeah. So, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, but, yeah. Um, the one thing I will say that I have not 
well, the two things that I will say that I don't like, and I in and this really in general comes up anytime there's deaths, is the first is the shaming of people, like going and and attacking people and shaming them. All y'all was clowning and y'all was joking and blah blah blah, bruh. Ain't no time for that. There are people actually grieving. His family grieving. Like they don't want to see that. They don't care about that. They just care. You know what I mean? They yeah. just care that they lost somebody who they loved. You know what I mean? Like y'all can sa- save y'all think pieces for not when somebody died. That's that's one of my biggest pits. Save y'all think pieces and for you know when y'all want to talk about bullying and whatever the hell y'all want for not when people die. Like it, it to me, it just feels so unsincere and inappropriate like an inappropriate time to talk about shit like that you know what i'm saying like this man it wasn't like a suicide it wasn't like people pushed him to do like he died of cancer like you know what i mean like it's not it, it just don't it's not the time it just wasn't it's not the time it's not the place to like do all that shit like that and then the second thing i cannot stand and you know I've talked about this before. <laughs> is y'all with these fucking conspiracies? Look, Listen. I don't even know how they made a conspiracy out of this. I don't know. Fallon, <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really said, and I was like, "How the fuck do you even come up with a conspiracy out of this?" Like the man had cancer, clearly said it. Everybody who who was in the know, privy, you know, said that he had colon cancer. He was a proud man. He didn't want people to see him as a victim, so he kept it between the people. Which is, which you know, what I'm saying he has yeah. every right to do. So how do you even come up with some type of conspiracy theory around his death? Like, I- when I saw the numbers, I was like, what? And then, of course, you know, they start with it, but y'all ain't ready for that conversation. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. Cause it's because <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> of course we're not. Like, And I think it kind of, for me, conspiracy theories kind of like trivialize and make it small about what happened. And like, everything is not a conspiracy theory. People actually you know develop cancer and pass away from that and can be young and even healthy before so why are you doing this wow. and i think it's an insult to the family absolutely oh it's to me it's some of the most disgusting shit that i i have seen is like y'all when y'all come up with these conspiracy theories theories like a lot of it too though i feel like a lot of it has to do deal with the fact that maybe y'all parents maybe didn't talk to y'all about death like they didn't sit down and talk to you about death or or maybe they did and maybe y'all just aren't accepting of death you know what i mean like y'all have a fear of it or you know or y'all aren't ready to face your own mortality I don't know whatever it is that y'all have around death for whatever reason whenever somebody dies y'all always try to trivialize it and make excuses listen we born we live and we die 
that's gonna happen. You know what I mean? That's 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 yeah. life. That's how it go. That's the cycle. So I, I, child, look, I can't. Listen, I can't even. I see the It was like, and then he died on this person's birthday. No, it was Jackie Robinson event was canceled or postponed because of COVID, and it was supposed to be on the the same date that Chadwick passed away. And then if you don't see it, I was like, what? I was like, so y'all think COVID happened to push a Jackie Robinson event back so it could be, you you know what? Okay. Girl, that's what I'm saying. Just, woo, y'all, woo. Woo, that's all. Yeah, I don't think the universe plans that much. I don't know, but no. Listen, child, I'm telling y'all, y'all, Y'all really getting to the point when it comes to these death conspiracies. This is bad as y'all with that damn Illuminati bullshit. Like Ooh. I can't. Y'all really, y'all get on my nerves. That's all I can say. Y'all with these damn death and Illuminati conspiracy, and because honestly, it's really one and the same. Because them same people is this, they all the same people. <laughs> like so y'all just this- going on. And I wonder what they type in on YouTube to get this foolishness. Like, I'm not going to watch it. But I just want to know. Like, you just go and type in the person's name and then, I, I don't know. Uh, but anywho, rest in power to Chadwick Boseman. Prayers to his family and his friends and to just all the people who we know um, are going through it right now. Um, like you said, Ryan Coogler did an, an amazing, like, when I read that, I was almost in tears. Um, is it Denaya Denae, um, who played um, in the movie Black Panther? Um, we know the young lady who played his sister. She said she wasn't ready. We saw the um, from Winston Duke. He said that he don't really know how to put it into words either. But he did a beautiful one. Um, I've been seeing reports. They say Michael B. Jordan is not doing well at all. So yeah, please. He just came forward, I think, and made like a post. Oh, okay. So well, there. hopefully, if you know, just people, just keep people in your prayers and, and you know, because it's, it's cancer sucks in general. Um, so just keep all those people in your prayers, all his friends and family and all of that. Cause it has to be a tough loss, especially when you wasn't expecting it for the, you know, for the folks who wasn't in the know. So it has to come as like this sudden shock. So nonetheless, um, let's move on to something else that sucks that I've seen. Um, Breonna Taylor, as we know, they still have not arrested the police officers that murdered her. Um, she was sleeping when they raided the incorrect home and murdered her. Um, we've seen so much that they, you know, all the stalling. We saw the little police report or whatever that they had, basically that was blank. Um, how do you raid someone's home in? All of these things occur and you come back with basically a blank report. 
but you know, it, and and you're expe- supposed to expect us to believe that it's not a cover up. Wouldn't that report be as detailed and uh, thorough as possible? But nonetheless, according to reports, um, the Louisville Police Department they are doing with what we always see with all police departments when it comes to these victims of police violence and police brutality. They are currently trying to find a way to paint Breonna Taylor as this huge, like, drug kingpin, apparently. Um, I, <laughs> I Listen, I saw it and I fucking laughed. I said, are y'all fucking kidding me? Y'all are trying to paint her as this drug lord now. They're trying to say that she was a part of a crime syndicate. Um, I guess her ex-boyfriend or whatever. Um, he's locked up or he's the one that they were doing for the, the raid was supposed to be on that they already had locked up. And I don't know. All I know is they, they're saying he's his her ex-boyfriend, but they were trying to coerce him um, by, I guess he was going to get a lighter sentence, strike a plea deal if he would name her as someone who's part of his crime syndicate. Like, I. What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm not over it because she deserves justice. Um, I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less from the police or the justice system. Um, and it just really makes me, it makes me angry because I'm like, if you're going to show that you, you're good, part of being good is in being like, Hey, I fucked up. I was wrong. That that's part of quote unquote being good. So it's like if you if you're gonna be good, say hey, listen, we fucked up. It's it's bright as it's clear as day. You fucked up, and even if she was part of the whole criminal ring, you were not looking for her. You still entered a home with a no knock warrant, and you didn't have on cop clothes. No one knew who you were. So it's like, what were you expecting? But the fact of the matter is that your paperwork was shitty. The postmaster said they never said anything to you about no drug running or suspicious packages. And now you got somebody coming out basically saying, hey, they offered me a deal to say that she was part of my crime organization. And people can say all the time, well, her boyfriend, no, it was her ex. And even still, he was already in custody. So you had the person that you were looking for and you still went about doing some bullshit. And FYI, he turned the deal down, by the way. Right. So, and I'm like, you know, and I appreciate him for that and coming forward saying, listen, you basically, they basically trying to drag her through the mud and they all boils down to, the fucking DA as well with his weak ass. I don't give a fuck. Weak ass. Where it's like you purposely dragging your feet so you can, I guess, dig up enough documentation to paint her as a bad person so it'll be left alone and then you can just go and still pursue your political career without holding the fucking officers that did this bullshit feet to the fire. Exactly. That's all it is. He's dragging his feet so that he can get, he feels like if I get far enough removed from it, and if I can put enough of these stories out 
that people will start to turn and be like, okay, well, maybe she deserved it or blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he's hoping for. But unfortunately, he's not going to get that energy from us. It's not going to happen because I don't give a fuck what y'all pull out. Y'all can say she was the biggest kingpin on earth. According to y'all reports, y'all y'all was raiding it and was looking for the man who was sitting already in a jail cell. So y'all fucked up. Y'all entered her house with a no knock. Those are facts. Y'all admitted to entering her home on a no knock warrant. Looking for someone you already had in jail and then you mistakenly shoot and kill her. And then it comes out after the fact, it comes out that she was still alive and breathing while y'all was still there but y'all left her there for dead y'all didn't call the fucking ambulance y'all don't call no fucking ambulance for her isn't that what y'all supposed to do 30 minutes she laid there still alive where you could at least get her medical attention right because if if, if she was such a suspect like y'all trying to paint her out to be wouldn't you want to bring her in alive you see what I'm saying? Like, they whole stories don't add up. Like, it don't make sense. Hey, it's just, it really pissed me off, like, just to see him at the RNC convention. And it's not even that he spoke on Trump behalf. That's coon-ass shit. You don't, you don't do coon shit, you a coon, you do coon shit. But it's just like, Bro, no fucking progress at all. And then you met with her family, what, like a month ago? And I'm pretty sure you probably sold them fucking dreams. And they thinking they're going to get justice for their daughter. But at the same time, you coming out with all this bullshit. Facts. Just ridiculousness. So, yeah, I'm just. Whole yeah. story just turns my stomach. And it's just another indication of. Of just where this country is right now, honestly. Just pathetic. Um, moving on from that, um, and I actually skipped over this and we should have talked about it right after the chat with Bozeman. Um, we spoke about him passing. Omari Hardrick uh, posted a post I guess giving his condolences for the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Um, it was weird. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was it was weird. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I in 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 all honesty, I feel like people don't owe us posts or anything like that. Like they don't have to say anything. But like when you do, like make sure it's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it should it shouldn't be that. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause his post just was weird. I don't. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, you know, we're competitors, and I'm like, what? And even some of the responses that I saw, like when he replied back to people, was like, they call us for the same role. I'm like, they called you for third girl, Marshall. <laughs> I mean, no, I can't see. Like, is <laughs> can't see it. I'm like, I ain't never seen you on no Law & Order episode. I don't think. Nope. And if he was my one, I don't even remember him. So, 
It was just that I'm like, you cannot tell me they called you for no fucking James. Boy, get your ass. <laughs> like, I'm like, what competition? He and even vice versa. I couldn't imagine Chadwick playing ghost. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, exactly. What what roles they and you know damn well they ain't call your ass for no fucking black man. Look, we know we all know that. <laughs> Don't tell them lies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I really do. I'm like, I, I appreciate people like, like, you did not get on Al Gore's internet. I'm like, he could have not got on Beyonce internet and did this shit. Yeah. Talking about some goddamn competition. How are you going to compete with somebody and y'all ain't even in the same league? Uh, just weird. <laughs> And, and it was so self-centered it, and I know like when we give tributes to people and our condolences we remember what they meant to us so they are kind of self-centered because you're like this is what he meant to me these are my moments with him but it just went past that and I was like what okay we're not gonna do this and like I said when he the response that's what made it worse he was like uh, we got called for the sign rose. Which one? <laughs> That's the only thing I want to know. What role did Chadwick have that they called you for to audition to as well? Don't be getting on this internet talking about just because you went to the audition and they opened it up just to see what was out there. I don't even... Like, don't do that. I don't know. Listen, I'm with you. I don't hate. But you know damn well they ain't called you personally. But like, you know what? Come in here in addition. We already got Chadwick, but we see that you like a close second. <laughs> so come in here in audition. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. When with Omari Hardrick, I don't get the hype on him at all. Like I, I don't understand people's hype on him. But um, because he always to me has always come off as like arrogant as fuck i don't know what it is he just always read that to me and so that's why i don't get the hype around him mm. at all but uh, it is what it is yeah i um, just put that question out there just because i re- <laughs> like i seriously like i said i want to know like and who called you listen to like, all those listeners agent that i to all those listeners out there we're going to put that up as a question because Fallon Deanne would like to know the end. What roles do you feel like or do you think Omari <laughs> Harder was being considered for that Chadwick Boseman got? Like he got snubbed almost. It's like, <laughs> what? Why did you even bring this up? This is embarrassing for you. This is not a good thing because no one on this earth except you and maybe your spouse like, you know what? You could have been a Black Panther. You could have not. <laughs> like, you're, and, and he does good with ghosts. But I cannot even see his talent, even with an acting coach, going that far. Look, I don't. Woo. Like, sir, he was in a music video on a bus. Like, that's the only thing I can remember before. You know what? <laughs> Oh, wasn't he in? Was he in Four Colored Girls? Yeah, True. he was in that. He yep. was in that. He because he played Janet Jen Jackson's Jen gay Hulk. husband, right? Yeah. There we so, go. So that's it. That's and I don't remember him from. 
maybe they want to put it. Like, I no, don't even see that either. I don't either. No. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go and pull up his, pull up both of their like I am, I am BV or I B yeah. and see and compare and be like, what role? <laughs> no, you can't figure it out. Be like, huh? no. I don't know. Be like, let me see what they possibly could have called him for, or vice versa, because mm-hmm. I can't think of one. Mm-hmm. Well. We'll see if anybody out there in the land can figure it out either. If y'all know any role, y'all drop us a line and let us know. Because I don't, I'm with Fallon Dan. I don't know. <laughs> what possibly could have. Were they overlapping, like, at all? You should imagine him playing Jackie Robson. You know that. Listen, that's, come on now. <laughs> we, we not, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that tonight. <laughs> I just. Oh. <sighs> okay. I'm done. Um, speaking of things that we are also not going to do today, um, Bella Thorne, she made the decision to join OnlyFans, which, listen, we don't knock whoever, you know, want to join OnlyFans, that's their business, get your money, do what you do. However, Bella Thorne, she decides to go on OnlyFans, they told her as you know, becoming the f- person to make a million dollars in one day, like, you know, the highest paying, whatever, woo, woo, woo. which isn't surprising because let's be honest, if you look at the people who have announced that they have o- only fans page, she's pretty much the only quote unquote A-lister, even though I don't really know her like that. But apparently, listen, from what I understand, apparently she's super popular and actually gets like real roles and shit like that. I don't know. Listen, I don't really know much about her outside of that, but that's not my genre. So <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, so she's probably the biggest star that they've had sign up for OnlyFans. So I was when they say she made a million in a day, I was not surprised. But hey, apparently that was a shock. Woo-woo, whatever. People weren't knocking her for that. The controversy came from she apparently sent out that she was if you paid her like was it two hundred dollars a pop yeah i think it was like two hundred dollars a pop um for like a special pay-per-view she was gonna send out nudes apparently uh obviously they paid their two hundred dollars and she sent them a lingerie pic uh (laughs) OnlyFans has like a thing where they say if you are scammed, we will give you your money back. All them people sent their thing back, and it basically they said it damn near crashed the thing because all the people wanted their money, and that forced OnlyFans to have to, I guess, rethink their policies. And so now they've put a cap on, um, I guess, the money. Um, they put a cap on the money, the time it takes you to get the money. Um, how much you can receive and basically they kept everything how much you can receive in tips everything so I guess at first it was maybe like an instant pay type deal right. now there's like 30 day hold on funds yeah so needless to say she fucked over a bunch of people who essentially used that site to 
make money for real, especially during this pandemic. I mean, listen, y'all can you can knock whoever you can you cannot agree with it or agree with it, whatever. But sex workers exist. They have, you know what I mean? There are people who pay for sex workers. There are people who pay to see it. We all know strip clubs exist, porn exists, prostitution exists, you know what I mean? Like escorts exist. Like it's not something new. Um and honestly they should normalize it. Um, so that people are more safe, you know what I mean? Like there should there there shouldn't be like punishments around it. Normalize that shit so people are safe and protected, and we don't have all of the situations that we currently have. Um, but my thing is is that you have sex workers who generally use this site to make a living. You know what I mean? And so here you have a person who didn't need it. She didn't need the money. You know she she didn't need the money. Her whole premise of why she joined it was, quote unquote, so she could control her own image and so that she can draw attention to sex workers and sex work and blah, 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 blah. Basically, you shit on everybody and cause them to, you know, lose their income because they were getting just imagine going from getting uh, I think they said what was a weekly paycheck or, you know, they basically got to get their money pretty instantaneously. Um to now having to wait a whole month just to see any of the money yeah. and then having a cap on it you know what I mean like for them it, a lot of them were in in from what they were saying like a lot of them were breaking it down is that having a cap on to to the outside people they're like well that's not a big deal but to them and which I also didn't know they have to only fans gets a cut and it's not a small cut either. I think they said it's like a good, you know, 20, 10, 20%. Like it's a good chunk of whatever they make. So imagine going from getting paid, you know, I, I'll, I'll say weekly just for whatever, getting paid weekly and somebody taking that big chunk out of it. And now not only are they still t- going to be taking that big chunk, but you have to wait a f- whole month to see it and there's a cap on it. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. But that's why folks wait. Yeah, and I, listen, when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck did she do? And I wanted, I was like, bruh, see, why? Because wow. even if hypothetically, there will leak pictures of you. You have enough resources where they never make it to the light of day. Um, so I, I don't know why even I'm trying to control my own image and bring and highlight sex work. And you did it by lying to people. So they'll sign up for your OnlyFans. Why you didn't put your favorite OnlyFans account or something like that and let people generate income from it? Exactly. Like... <laughs> It's so much easier than the shitty move that you pulled. And then when we think about it and people like this is a pandemic, people have went the OnlyFans and made money. And I just want to put it out there because, you know, we talk about sex workers, but one of the biggest accounts on OnlyFans before Bella Thorne was actually a fitness guru person. Yeah, very true. So it's not just like sex work. People get on there and like, watch people cook i personally wouldn't pay to watch people cook but it's the thing yeah so like 
it's not, but it's just really like a lot of everyday stuff where people making money off just their talents that, listen, they may have been laid off. They may even work from, you know, stay at home moms. Like, okay, I got this talent. I'm going to put it on OnlyFans. Just things like that, that it's generating income. And I'm like, not even only you waiting a month for your cash, OnlyFans get a cut. And then you probably going to receive a 1099 at the end of the year. So you pay your taxes on the money. So right. it's just a whole mess. It's, I, I just, I don't, yeah, that shit right there was like this bitch. Basically. Just a whole mess in general. But um, hopefully, you know, she claims she's going to work directly with OnlyFans to see if she, if she really was the cause, then maybe they can, you know, come to some sort of agreement and she can fix it or it can go back to how it was. I don't know. Um, in general, I feel like, um, unfortunately, you know, I hate to say for sex workers, because a lot of them used OnlyFans. I think that that time is coming to an end with as popular as OnlyFans is becoming, um, you know, with everybody from like the Cardi B's and all that saying that they're going to start using it for whatever reason that they're using it in order to make money. Um, I think that you're going to see another platform essentially where people who generally were using something to make money are going to be pushed out. Yet, You know what I mean? Pushed yeah. out yet again. It's, it's kind of like podcasting in the podcast world. This really, it really started out as something for regular day folks to kind of be able to speak, talk their mind and generate some income from and a lot of us we're you know it's it's so hard for us to garner income because you have all these big name celebrities who are you know oh I'm gonna start a podcast and they already have these ginormous fan bases so of course they're gonna be able to get the big sponsorships and and ads and money and all that so it, I, it unfortunately for sex workers, I think that OnlyFans is going to be come like but obsolete for them because they're already. I mean, we've already seen the kind of the reports where they're saying that OnlyFans is trying to rebrand and kind of push sex workers out because they don't want that to be what their brand is known for. But they're like, bro, it is what it is at this point. You better take your cash because I, I feel like it's a beneficial relationship. Be like, so. What you gonna do when they leave? That's what I said. Like you should embrace, embrace it for what it is. You know what I mean? It ain't illegal, right? Then you get like, and they get a cut, and and from like I said, from what the the like the little document that I read, or the little uh, what is it called? The little think piece or whatever that they had about it. They you know they said that OnlyFans takes a pretty big ass cut so I'm just saying mm. um moving on Tracy Ellis Ross on the cover of L now I didn't see this story but you did yeah I some people did not feel her cover um and she talks about like um I guess her struggles in Hollywood and about her hair and things like that. And it's like, oh, it's one of those cringeworthy things because it's like, um, 
you're like the go-to, you know, like, I feel like when it's like the representation of black people, like you're the go-to. So I don't know. I don't know. I just, and I didn't like her hair because it looked like one of those little blackface characters from like the 1930s or something and the Piccadilly image. I didn't like it. Oh, so I'll be completely honest with you. Haven't seen the cover. Um, so I don't really know. Um, so I can't really comment in that. Um, but I do actually agree with you. I, I don't understand what she means in regards to I definitely I will never will never ever 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 think to speak on another black person's experience um I can't say to what she has faced in Hollywood only she knows what goes on behind those doors and those meetings and all that stuff I will say that especially in regards to even if we just keep it as hair um she is on the spectrum of quote unquote black hair that is widely accepted when people think of natural hair and the natural hair movement she's the her hair is the the prototype for black girls with natural hair you know what I mean everybody leans on that 3b 3c type hair um I think is that that's the hair is it right yeah yeah it's something like it's one of those um, the really like super curly, not tight curls, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's nothing, it's not coily, it's not really kinky, but it's like super curly, big like that. That's really the the standard and the go-to, like you said. So I'm not sure just sticking to the hair. Cause like I said, I haven't seen the cover or anything like that, but just sticking to the kind of the hair argument. I don't, I'm not like, I, the only thing I can say is maybe because if we go back to when Tracy Ellis Ross really like first, when we first came to know her back when she played Joan on girlfriends and what girlfriends started, was it the nineties, like the late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah. Let me see. I don't know. I want to say 99, 2000, maybe yeah, 2000. I was still in high school. Yeah. Well, 2000, exactly. Okay, so see, so maybe during that time, because the the natural hair movement didn't really start to pick up, I want to say, until I was damn near out of college. I want to say, like, 09, 2010, like that. That's when it really started to ramp up and pick up. So she was really maybe 10 years ahead of the game. So I could maybe... At that time, like when she first came in, I can imagine people seeing the black girl with the afro, you know, what they considered, an afro, you know what I mean? Anyway, what they considered the afro, like, yeah, maybe at that time it was a little bit more difficult. And I could see maybe them pushing, well, could you straighten your hair or something like that? I could see that then. But I guess now it just doesn't resonate. In 2020, it don't resonate as much, especially for a lot of us who sit and we're like but when they talk natural hair that's y'all hair is the only one they really like you know what right. I mean like if when when black dudes say I want my girl natural they talking like you because like when they, they look at us they want like well why can't you straighten your hair you know what I mean like that's how they treat fine, the right. of us. 
but it's not an app that I can actually come through it right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this, but even when you think about like that time, it's like you were still acceptable. Like you could still go and find natural hair products for your hair. Like natural products that cater to 4C hair, even 4B, or even in the 4s in general. You are literally at home. Like if you started out natural, you know, when the movement first started, even before then, you were literally at home, like with probably the aloe vera plant peeled open, some, you know, Jamaican black castor oil, and let me get this and put this. Like you were literally sitting there putting shit together to see, like, let me see if this concoction going to work for me. Yeah. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's be honest. We still got to do that. I mean, yeah, you still do because you just like, (laughs) This right here too heavy. This too light. This ain't holding. This leave white stuff on me. So it's like, yeah, I agree. Know. I agree. Like I can see. I don't know, cause I'm like, I'm pretty sure you had struggles in Hollywood from you know everybody's viewpoint. But I'm like, your mom is also Diana Ross. I don't. Yeah, that's that is. That is very true too. So I don't like I said, I don't know. I'll like I said, I'll never ever in my life think to try to, you know, dissect another black person's experience just because I know in this world for all of us it's complicated and complex. But um yeah. It's it's definitely it's 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 one of those things where you kinda look a little different. Okay. Okay, sis. You know what I mean? Like I give I give Tracy the benefit of the doubt some a little leeway too, just because she hasn't been known to be like super problematic. You know what I mean? So you try to give some some folks a little leeway. Cause maybe, maybe she didn't, you know, quite think it all the way through. She couldn't have a mic. And and not saying that, you know, put your mama down the house. <laughs> And it ain't like she was ever, you know, like one of them people that didn't date famous or well-known men. So I'm like, she always had access to some coins and probably, you know, she carried her own fame. So I'm like, I, okay. Yeah. I don't know, girl. Listen, I don't know. We're um, flex, but okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how we can, that's how we can roll with her. <laughs> um, speaking of weird flexes, uh, Adele. She decided to, um, you know, big up her Jamaican roots. I guess. (laughs) 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 Listen, um, but no, listen, uh, Adele, she posted a photo. um, Apparently, London, like a lot of places that have high um, Caribbean you know, Caribbean populations, they hold like a carnival type thing that go, you know, festival that goes on um, in their country. London obviously has one. Uh, Adele participated in it or, you know, showed out this year. She had on her Jamaican bikini top and Bantu knots. And for the most part, all I did was mostly see jokes about it. But apparently, I guess on Twitter, it turned into like a diaspora war. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you had apparently um, you had Jamaicans and Africans 
coming at African-American saying that we're always, you know, that they don't feel any type of way. So we shouldn't. Uh, we're always calling out cultural appropriation when don't nobody care about that or don't nobody feel that way. I don't know. It just like I said, it just turned into a diaspora world when in all honestly, it really didn't have. I feel like everybody was doing too much because um, look, all I know is when I saw the photo of Adele. I didn't really even like it wasn't even the Bantu nice or the the Jama- it was just the simple fact that I just was like now yeah, she know she I, it wasn't cute like I'm just gonna be honest it didn't look cute to me I thought it was Katy Perry and then um... <laughs> it didn't look cute to me that's all I'm saying it, it didn't fit her um but you know I'm so that, like, why y'all work it's not with like the braids and stuff like I know people like oh they look you know they don't and it looks wrong and I know y'all damn head hurt because my head be hurting when I get been two knots <laughs> oh but listen I other than that like I said when it comes to when it comes to like other folks you know from uh you know the Caribbean or African and stuff like that when it comes to that culture or whatever like that I have learned to not, to just kind of not mind your own business. Mind my, there we go. Mind your own. There it is. Mind my own business because they they will definitely turn it into uh, why y'all always da, 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 da. and I'm like, nah, we're not gonna do that. We're just not gonna do that. If y'all cool with it, we cool with it, and I I'm a roll with it. And they uh, listen, will drag you all day for their oppressors. So just listen. Just let mind your it. black ass American <laughs> business. <laughs> And let them go forward in peace. Because oh. every time when you be trying to take it, even when you be trying to take over people in Africa, they be like, we we fine, blah, blah, blah. But no, you're not. But you know what? Do you, boo-boo. And I'm going to mind my business. Mind your business. Mind your own black-ass American business. But I feel like that needs to go the other way, too. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, listen. <laughs> and... The one of the biggest complaints, and I will say this, that I have when we have these kind of like talks amongst us, amongst ourselves, is that it turns real anti-black very quick, very quickly. Um, and it's that's the only thing that really pisses me off because I'm like, you have these images, you know, they was like, well, Americans are lazy, blah blah, blah. black Americans are lazy, and I'm like. First of all, if we didn't work, you wouldn't be working. Like, let's just be honest. What you, the benefits that you have in America, we work for those benefits and are still working for those benefits. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you are basically pit against us to be like, oh, you're a model minority when you're not, or immigrant, whatever. Um, so, that's one of my like big deals with it is just it turns into this whole anti-blackness or anti-black American rant and we worry about what's going on in the U.S. but then at the same time or this is what I learned about the U.S. from the media and that's one another big thing is probably over that that I know is that you take the media word for it be like well I saw this in the media be like well, if I listen to everything in the media about places in Africa, the Caribbean, it's horrible. According to the media, you're right. 
Right. I'm like, everybody stays in the hood. Everybody's dirty. Everybody's hungry. Everybody's homeless. So I'm like, we can't. I just don't like that. I was like in a book club with a girl. She was from Africa. And she was like, well, the only images that we saw of black American people was like crime and all this. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But you're also smart enough to do your own research and you know the propaganda that they spread about Africa. So like for a lot of us, we've never been there. Some of us may, may never go, but we have to research on our own and be like, okay, this is not what it actually looks like. Everybody's not drinking bad water or something like this. So I'm like, I, I have no, those are excuses for me. Like if I can get on the internet, I've never been to Africa before, but if I can get on the internet, I can look, I can research and be like, okay, this is what it looks like. I'll, you can do the same thing. Yeah. 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 I definitely, I definitely, I feel like, unfortunately, I feel like as reparations talk ramps up, that it's just going to get worse before it gets better. Like we're going to see way more. We're going to see the diaspora war, in my opinion, get way more intense. Once money comes into play, it always you always see things get more intense and I, and I think that once that those reparation talks if they ever pick up which I, I I'm pushing for I hope that they begin to pick up I really hope that that's what black people start to demand um from whoever is in office this next four years is that we need to have reparations talks and it needs to it needs to occur within these next couple of years let's be honest but I definitely think that we will start to see more of that kind of ramp up because obviously in reparations talks, it's going to boil down to who, you know, who gets it. And and, and you're going to have these different folks who are from, you know, different, uh, you know, African nations and, and, you know, from the Caribbean and all that feel like, well, we live in America. We should. And then, you know, like I said, so it's going to get unfortunately, it's going to get worse. I think stick with your roots, boo boo. Stick with your roots. <laughs> but um, you love it so much. Stick with it. Big fits. Um, so moving on from that though, very last hot topic for this week, and we're only gonna do this really quickly because you didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, <laughs> had no interest in watching it, was actually watching Black Panther while it was on um the VMAs took place yesterday from what i have heard it was a dismal boring <coughs> the vmas basically oh. <laughs> um i haven't watched it in like forever so i wasn't gonna watch it and i was like hmm. i think the only time a lot of us tune in is when they're honoring somebody that we give a fuck about like when they i think everybody watched when they honored missy I think everybody watched the little part when they honor Rihanna, when they honor Beyonce, like something like that. I think people tune in for that little piece, but they don't actually sit and watch the whole fucking show. We don't give a fuck. We know this that's white folks show. Let's be honest. Like when are black people gonna come out? Call me then. <laughs> Basically. And and they proved that it was a white folks show because literally Lady Gaga took home damn near every award in if you look at them charts, I ain't seen the Lady Gaga song on there. <laughs> <laughs> and years. I'm going to be honest. 
I'm gonna be yeah. honest with y'all. So what did she had to come out? Like maybe I missed it, and I'm not a Gaga fan, but normally, you know, you still hear it on the radio or see it I on your albums or something. From the videos I saw, she performed a song with Ariana Ariana Grande, so I guess that was the song. Um, okay. I don't know, girl. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. I guess the highlight for everybody, the thing that everybody's been talking about, of course, is Doja Cat, her performance. Um, apparently, they're saying that she's back in Black folks' good graces, I guess, after her after her performance at the VMAs. Um, By yourself. That, look, that's, I, I, look I, I said, oh, damn, y'all forgive quick. <laughs> but, um, well, VMA performs it. They'd be like, so that's it? I was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, it's hard for I'm like, I it's hard for, in my opinion, to come back from anti-blackness, but um, you know, anti-blackness and self-hate, because that's what a lot of that was. Um, and and she could try to deny it all she wants, but it's I mean, if you talk about how much you hate your hair and how much you don't want to be black, and if you can sit in a room with a bunch of racist folks where they literally being racist to your face then i i don't know what else you call that you know whether you were actually participating in it or not if you could sit you know in a virtual chat room with a bunch of people being racist and not call it out not say something not be like fuck y'all and you know what i mean i don't who am i always saying it in front of you because yeah but yeah so needless to say that pretty much was the the whole V our whole VMA spiel because I don't have yeah. nothing else from that. What about you, so? Nothing. <laughs> oh. oh, and Kiki Palmer hosted it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. That was the only thing I was like, oh, that's a good job for her. But I was happy for her. But I still didn't watch it. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, I haven't heard. Normally, like when somebody hosts and they kill it, you hear about it. I haven't really heard too much, so I don't know if it was. But like you said, good kudos to her for landing it. Um, apparently, the first black woman in like since like nineteen eighty six when downtown Julie Brown hosted, and she was a a VJ or whatnot. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much all I have for hot topics today. Anything else on your end? That's all for me. All right, so let's go ahead and move into the relationship portion of the show. Um, I am going to kick us off this week um, with a pretty interesting question. So I actually saw like a report or like one of those little weird report study things that they're trying, you know, they're doing all these little things lately. Basically, they said that black women, um, you know, they the reason that we engage in struggle love so much is because we are taught to search for love over money or financial uh, security, as opposed to our counterparts who are raised to always, you know, go, you know, search for money, uh, financial security, financial status. Um, Basically they're, they're, they're supposedly, um, I don't want to say trained, but they're taught to always shoot for the the top. You know what I mean? Reach for the highest, I guess, guy or status, social status, socially climb. There we go. That's it. Socially climb. Um, 
So that is what drove my question this week, which is what in, in a relationship, what do you think is more important, love or money and financial security? What do you think is more important to find? <laughs> and you can also address the the first part, the study and all that, too. I want you to talk about that, too. So go ahead. My husband is in the same So I'll start with the study first. I, I will say I agree. Um, and I mean, I think we see it a lot in our like newer generations where it's like, oh, well, you know, at least he does this. And I hate that where it's like, well, at least he did take you out on a date, even though you had to pay. It was like, no. And I do think other, because even when you think about like other races, they kind of put their marriages together, even though it might not be like, oh, you're going to marry this person for every race or ethnicity. It's not that mm, arranged, but you kind of know it's like, oh, you two are going to get married and they kind of push you together because it's like, oh, you know, he has potential to do this and all this. So I'm like, we, I can't agree on that part. It's just, it, yeah, that people kind of like push like, okay, you should marry this person because of their earning potential. Um, and I even think even with military, especially if you stay in a military town that I've seen like, you know, comments where people kind of like push like, oh, you should marry a military man or something like that. Um, I don't know why, but, um, but for me, security kind of inches above love. And I definitely want to love the person that I'm with, um, deeply. But I, I have to feel secure. Like, and even though I know, like, okay, we're going to run into money troubles or finances may not always be 100%. I got to have that security knowing that even though if that happens, you get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get me. My mother didn't necessarily teach me that because, you know, she was like, you know, a man should be a provider. Um, but like, like I said, I do see a lot, especially in like the all women's group. They should get real pick me real quick and it'd be in abundance. Um, so it's not just like one or two comments. It'd be an abundance of pick me's. It's like, oh, girl, you should be happy that, you know, he got you this or that he at least thought about you. And it's like all this time the thought that counts don't work. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to really take it, especially when you start bringing in children and all of this stuff like that no like you got to be ready and I'm like even like I said looking at our other counterparts they'll build a whole family and don't even really love each other it's just like okay I think you'll make a good wife a good mother you make a good husband a good father we can make this work right so yeah like I said but for me like just the inch above like I still want to be deeply in love but that money and that security, it just amplifies the love that I have for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. Well, on my end, um, addressing the study first, I will actually say that I definitely agree in that our counterparts are 
100% taught to, from an early age, taught how to social climb. They are taught to seek it out. They are taught, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's something that they're like, is just in their, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to call it like the handbook or whatever like that, but it you know is, what I mean? They go to colleges based on it. Yeah. Based on who, you know, what type of man is going to be there for them to marry, you know, what type of affluent men are going to attend there and all that different, different things like that. So I definitely, and not only that, you can see it in how acceptable it is on their end. Notice how for us, um, black women, if they, quote unquote are looking for financial security or for a man to take care of them there that automatically puts them they're a gold digger you know what i mean but for white women or you know for any other woman of color um, um i'm sorry woman uh period they are looked at as that's just their social climbing that's what you're supposed to do as a woman you're supposed to find a man who can provide for you take care of you you know and hopefully you know if he happens to be affluent the better you know what i mean that's just situating and preparing your you know gener- your future generations to have more money and i and i definitely agree with you in that um it's not that they like you said it's not that they have arranged marriages necessarily but they definitely keep the money they know how to keep the money within their same little social circles like when it comes to their kids like they they don't necessarily say you have to marry but they make sure hey we'll re-raise them together they're going to be around each other and you know they stay in the same social circle and they'll all date and whatever until you know they get married and all that so they know how to keep the money basically in the in the same spaces um i definitely think that we could take some notes from that and learn from that. And I think that it's something that we should be doing, to be honest. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with trying to to bring money to our folks, to our people, and keep it within our communities and amongst ourselves. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's something that should be taught more. We should be teaching men and women how to social climb. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? It's it's important. You know what I mean? Like we shouldn't all, we should understand that there are affluent black people and, and, and we should know how to get ourselves in those circles, in my opinion. Um, And I feel like, and, and I hate to harp back to this because this goes back to my whole argument of why people think that, all rich and successful black people belong to the Illuminati and sell their soul to the devil is because we're not taught that there are affluent black people. You know what I mean? Like we're not used to seeing that way. We feel like if you don't struggle, then are you, you know, if you're not struggling, I'm struggling and you're not struggling, then somehow you had to, to do something negative in order to, to garner money and wealth. And we, that should not be our thought process at all. So um, Unless you are a billionaire, yeah, that is true. I mean, it, it takes. Um, but it's not Illuminati. It's more of exploiting people. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, you have to in order to be a billionaire, you're going to have to hurt a couple of people, uh, hurt a lot of people in order to get there. There's no way to garner that type of money and not fuck over people in order to do it. Look at Jeff Bezos. Bezos is it Bezos? Bezos, whatever the Amazon guy. There's no way he got to where he is without fucking over a bunch of people. Yeah. 
it is what it is. Um, but yeah. Um, but as far as love and and money, so I would say that for me, money and financial security aren't one and the same. You know what I mean? Because I think that like not all dudes who have a lot of money are financially secure because sure. not all people know how to to oh, act. No. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just ignoring you. Yeah, because not all people know what to do with money. Not all people are good with money. Just because they got it don't mean that they know how to manage it, know how to hold on to it, you know, know how to increase it. That's why you see so many of these, quote unquote, people who get rich quick and then their next generation or, you know, whatever, they write back to where they started. There's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. And I think that that, that's so that's what I think about when I think of money and financial security. I feel like people who have money, yeah, you're rich, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're wealthy or financially secure. So for me, I think that uh, when it comes to things, I definitely I probably I don't want to say I place them. I don't think I place either like money is below financial security and I feel like financial security and love are like right there equal and then like money is underneath for others you know they may be rich but on the the I guess on the inside they're not wealthy so for me their financial security and love are like equally equal footed and then money is like underneath um, just because I don't see money in financial security as the same thing. I feel like that was super confusing and like a long drawn out story, but I got there eventually. I got there eventually. But I um, go ahead. I said I get it. Yeah. Needless to say, I will never engage in struggle love. How about <laughs> listen? Ugh, that's not that's not a life I'm signing up for. How about that? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't be like. Yeah, and I like, and I always know it's like you're gonna fall on hard times, but yeah, no, and especially people be like, oh, I did this and this and this, and they be like, you did all this, this, and what you get out of it? Nothing. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it at all. All right. Go ahead and end the relationship portion of the show. Any other, any like any new music, TV, books, any, just anything you want to get off your chest and put out there into the world? Nothing new for me. I am going to start watching Ozark. I heard, heard it was good. Um, so I definitely am going to start watching it. So I'll report back and let y'all know if it's really good or people just overhyping it. But. Um, okay. I would like to know because I've actually heard about that as well. And um, it just wasn't something that looked like was interesting to me. So, but I would like to know. I'll see if it's. Me too. But I'm going to see you. I'm going to be bored. So, (laughs) Um, in that regards, I will say um, I started The Office Mm because everybody raves about The Office, right? And I need somebody out there to tell me when does it like. You know, like when does it get to like the 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 good part? 
the good lot, <laughs> the good parts, the hoopla that everybody always talking about. Because I, right now, I'm bored shitless. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I don't get the hoopla around the office, so I need someone to tell me before I just come completely come back on here and shit on that show. I need for somebody <laughs> to tell me when does it like when to be like okay, Janae, you're right. The first couple of episodes or the first season, or whatever, it ain't that great, but it picks up and it gets really good at this time. And right now, I don't see it. I don't see it for the office. So somebody got to tell me when does it become good? Because at this point, I don't know. Uh, can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as far as everything else, I'm gonna go ahead and move into the nerd moment uh, of the week, and I'm gonna start with the New Mutants movie. It premiered. It was released on August 28th, 2020. Um, basically, it's being panned. Um, by critics and people like I'm shocked I wasn't really I I didn't go see it I don't intend to see it um I wasn't excited for it honestly I'm just happy that finally uh the the whole X-Men mutant saga has ended at Fox and hopefully Marvel can do it better because yeah they have done a shitty job with X-Men the X-Men and mutants over at Fox so Hopefully, now that Marvel has gotten it back, they'll do a better job. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a comic book accurate storm for once. I don't <laughs> listen. I don't know, but I wasn't excited for it, and neither apparently neither were you guys. But nonetheless, if you do want to see it or did want to see it, it, is currently out now. So yeah, that's that. And the last moment, obviously, we spoke about it at the top of the show. Um, Chadwick Boseman did uh, pass away. Um, obviously, we were going we to record yesterday, so I was going to mention that they were running the Black Panther on ABC commercial free. But that was yesterday, and they had like a little special. I'm sure probably if you have Disney Plus, though, you can probably go on and see the little special up there on Disney Plus as well as obviously you can watch Black Panther on Disney Plus as well if you want to but just as usual um as we always say we want to say rest in paradise um to and rest in power to Chadwick Boseman and again just prayers and condolences to his family and yeah that's the nerd moment of this week anything else for you on your end Valentine? nothing else for me All right. So per usual, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Make sure you visit the website, prettynerdspodcast.com. That's Pretty Nerds with the Z. Um, We'll actually have a blog post up there this week. Um, I'm currently working on it. I'll have one up there this week. Um, And merch coming soon. Bye, guys. Good night. Good night.